Well, hello there. I'm Karen Sander. You are listening to Aging Fearlessly, a program for the over 50s, those uniquely wonderful baby boomers. My aim is to educate, motivate and inspire you to embrace the exciting journey of life for decades to come. So stay tuned to meet a variety of guests who will share their stories and passions to help us gain insight into the ways to live a happier, healthier life. Well, hello, everybody. It's great to be here again on the Aging Fearlessly program. I'm really excited to be back on today because I have a very special guest. And today we're going to be talking about mindset. So that's the theme for the day. My guest is Vicki Jones, who I personally know. Um, I've, I've known her for about a year now. And Vicky was born and bred in Wales, but she's a, a Northern Beaches mother. She has a nine-year-old daughter, Aria. And in 2014, she swapped her career after 15 years in the media industry in London and Sydney. That's a really big change to make. And she wanted to follow her passion to inspire and empower individuals to be the best version of themselves that they can be. I know this is true. Vicky's a very, very passionate person and she knows firsthand how to achieve personal and professional success from the ground up and it's her mission to show others and she's been helping me along the way too to achieve the things that I want to achieve. She's got many credentials in coaching, metadynamics, TM, deep state repatterning, neuro-linguistic programming. God, Vicky, there's some of these are hard to get your mouth around. <laughs> Extended dis um, behavioral profiling and Today, I just have so much, you know, time and respect for Vicky, and she's just more than a coach, takes you on a personalized journey towards success and fulfillment, teaching you the tools you need to achieve an abundant future in business and life. And the reason I asked Vicky to come on was because I know so many of my aging fearlessly audience members are looking at making changes in career after 50. And I just thought it's interesting to hear from a professional's point of view how to go about that. So welcome, Vicky. Hi, Karen. How are you? I'm pretty good and uh, so pleased that you're here today. Thank it's, you so much for having me. It's um, it's just a pleasure. So I'm just going to get you to pull that microphone a little bit closer to you. It's ah, that's awesome. Now we'll be able to get the best of your words out. Oh, thank. Mindset. It's um, tell me about mindset. Positive it, mindset. Positive mindset. Well, probably four or five years ago, I started embarking on this journey of personal development, and I realised boils down to your mindset which you actually do have control over. A lot of us think we can't control our thoughts, but we actually can. And I can honestly tell you that mastering the mind is the key to a happy, fulfilled and successful life. I personally um, discovered this for myself and now I'm teaching others how to do the same. It really does take a lot of practice, I'm sure. It takes daily practice and there's days when I slip and because I know the strategies of how to reframe my mind. I'm constantly checking in, but isn't that what it's all about? It's a, it's a evolution and an ongoing journey. Yeah. So you're not perfect. You do get a, you know, you do slip. Well, I said to even my daughter this morning, it's all about the perfect imperfections. 
who is perfect and who wants to be perfect. And it's, um, if you think you've made it, you basically um, are ready to, to stop. And, and I don't think you'll ever get there. It's a constant journey. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I'm learning that through you as well, that the journey just goes on and on. How do you get a positive mindset? There's quite a few strategies that I use daily. First one has totally changed my life and I want to share it with you because it is so simple, but it is so effective. And I know everybody talks about it, but it's actually the daily practice of gratitude. Now I know that lots of people understand the power of gratitude, but do they actually do it every single day? It actually on a neurological level rewires your brain and you can't be depressed and grateful in the same instant. It's neurologically mm. impossible. So I like to use this metaphor, if, if that's okay to yeah, share Yeah, sure. So have you ever been to the snow? So have you been awake early enough to get the fresh tracks where there's no, no tracks, in fact? I actually have when I've been in Canada and it's been powder and no one's done the run before you. Now that's what I'm talking about. So imagine your mind as a fresh open field full of powder and you go down it first one in the morning and that first clean carve is a new thought or let's say it's a thought of gratitude and then you get to the bottom and you go around and you catch another path and that's another thought but because you're still in this positive framework you're going to somehow join up with the path that you made on the first track then other people start coming down the slope and they all start going onto this positive track now when you wire basically thoughts that wire together fire together so if you keep practicing and going down that same path or that same slope or that same neurological path the path gets deeper and wider and stronger and that is like um thinking of a positive thought or, or practicing mm. gratitude now if you try to go down a new slope or a new carve out a new path and that was say a negative thought or depression it's actually really hard to create a new path down the slope because you've already got this deeply carved positive one so what happens is you go off and try to create a new one mm. but you soon join up with the deep carved positive one so that's why my daughter and I practice gratitude every single day it's not uh, negotiable for us we enjoy it and we do it on our way to school it helps reframe your mind and helps you ever slipping into anything in the negative I have heard you talk about Aria and on the way to school and the things that you talk about and gratitude and what you're grateful for. And I've heard other people say that they sit down at the end of the day at the dinner table and ask, you know, what was a really, what was the best thing that happened in your day today? And what was really good about it? Just reviewing the day and being thankful. I'm learning myself just how important it is. And, you know, I, I find that my gratitude comes really strongly in the morning when I've gone through my morning routine that, you know, you think you've seen that sunrise and you've seen some friends and you've had a happy start to the day. You know, we are so lucky, especially in this country. We are very, very fortunate and have a lot to be grateful for. Exactly, Karen. So that's one very, very simple, you can do it anywhere. And so that is the one thing that has dramatically changed my life. However, I've got a few strategies that can also add to that. So I thought I'd start with something really, really simple. And so the listeners can realize the benefit and you don't need, doesn't cost you a thing. 
Okay, well, first of all, before we go on and take on a first strategy, let's listen to a song that you chose. And I'm going to ask you why you chose I'm Yours by Jason. So this song for me is very important. It was actually played at my brother's. Um, however, it has a lot of happy, happy memories for me because it makes me think of my family and how strong we are. And it makes me think of my brother. So I wanted to play it because it has a special meaning for me. Vicky, before we went off for that, that song, we were talking about um, strategies and move on with the strategies. You have some great strategies, so please share. Well, this one is very simple and I probably talk about it at least three times a week because I like to make things really simple and when they're simple, I like to share them. So what I would love your listeners to do if they're not driving is to imagine a triangle and there's three points to the triangle and these are the three points that represent these three uh, strategies that are really easy to do and so the first one and this is all about creating a positive mindset so say you wake up and you're stressed or there's a lot on your mind or you're feeling a little bit negative or a little bit depressed if you do one or three of these strategies, I can guarantee you will flip your mindset from the negative into the positive and have a fantastic day. So the first one is to move your body. So I just write down in this one corner of the triangle body, get up from your desk. If you're working, if you're sitting at home and you're sitting in a stew, um, get up and get outside, walk around the block, go and take something to the post office, just get up and get moving. So body. In fact, um, I don't know if you've watched the Amy Cuddy Ted talk on power posing. I love Amy Cuddy. I have watched her Ted talk. So it's very simple by moving your physiology or moving your body, you actually change your biochemistry. I know I always talk about science here, but it is a passion of mine. So if you stand up or if you um, actually do the power pose or if you just stand strong or get moving, then you're actually going to increase your testosterone, the hormone Mm. that's about positivity, optimism and um, courage. And similarly, you decrease your cortisol levels by doing um, a nice positive standing pose. So cortisol is the stress hormone and they've actually done um, recordings of um, saliva to actually test that after just two minutes of standing upright, you lower your cortisol levels by 20% and increase your testosterone levels. So you're going to be more positive and optimistic. And that's, that's a fact. So yeah, moving your body is the first strategy. I can, I just add to that, you Mm. know, there's times I know in your working day that you just take off for a walk with your headsets on and off you go for a half an hour or so and then you come back and you start again with your next appointment you know you are testament to what you're talking about they do in workplaces quite often now encourage people to stand at their computers and work and they give them benches high enough and I know at my financial planner they have standing benches for all their work so a lot of them stand a fair amount of the day well it's the the studies are showing that we're not designed to sit down for eight hours there's a lot of um, problems associated with sitting and hunching and it um, yeah, brings on that stress, that cortisol. So I was just in an office the other day and I was quite uh, fascinated by this standing desk. Mm. As long as you've got comfortable shoes on, it really is a, a beautiful way to go about your day. Yeah, well, as I said to you, to see standing desks where people are you know, all set up and they just stand there and work and I'm just like, oh my goodness, goodness that's a really you know, different office environment. That's right. Well, bring it on, I say. Mm. Well, maybe we'll be standing up next time on the microphones. <laughs> we could, yeah, for sure. I know I did way too much sitting today because I was getting through, you know, a lot of things that needed to be followed up and, and you, you get caught sitting at that keyboard 
and your head goes forward and your chin goes out and the whole alignment of your spine. I'm going to say the word shot. <laughs> I, 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 I agree with you, Karen. <laughs> so continue on. So we've done the first point, which is move your body. The next one is move your focus. So this is associated with moving your body. If you get out of the house, you're actually changing your focus and your environment. Or on the other hand, it could be changing your focus from look at this problem or look at this, I can't get, I, I don't know what to do about this. So changing your focus to look at this solution that I can seek out or turning it into a challenge rather than it being a, a roadblock. Mm -hmm. So just actually changing your focus around what you're looking at or what's making you um, in this slightly stressed, negative kind of mood is changing our focus by having a little bit of background noise there. <laughs> yeah, so um, I don't know sometimes how my phone manages to go off when it's on silent, but it does. Well, so the show must go on. The show must go on. So it's quite timely, really, because um, that's the thing with this focus. It's where are you focusing your energy? Because where the mind goes, focus flows. And um, oh. it's all about setting your focus on what, what is possible. So I know there's been days when I thought, my goodness, how am I going to get through all this work? And then I'll flip it to how lucky am I to have all this work to be getting on with? Aren't I blessed that I've got all this? Yeah, because what would you be doing if you didn't have all the work? What would you be focusing on? Not having work. And how am I going to survive? Exactly. Yeah, without, so, yeah, without the work. We call it quality problems because, um, you know, if, you've got, if you're complaining about too much work or you, you've got too many people to see, then that's a quality problem. Before we go to the third point, you chose the song today, I Can't Get You Out of My Head. We went for a Kylie Minogue classic, keeping Australian and I thought this is rather appropriate because sometimes we have people or um, past relationships or someone that's annoyed us and they're stuck in our head so I thought it was quite timely to have a song that um Vicky I love all the knowledge you've gained over these years and you've you've spoken about two two points on this triangle now let's move on to the third so we've got so far body move your body the next one is move your focus and the last one is change your language because our reality is based on the words we use and how we construct our sentences so a lot of the time people are using negative self-talk we sometimes talk to ourselves in ways that we wouldn't talk to our worst enemy so we actually are talking to our unconscious mind whether we like it or not and those words that we say like oh you silly idiot or how could you forget that and you're cursing yourself and what you're doing is you're telling your unconscious mind that you're an idiot that you're stupid that you're ugly that you're fat and so it's really important that we choose words that are going to support our positive mindset so if you catch yourself in, in fact I get a lot of my clients who have lack of self-confidence or, or not feeling too good about themselves, I say, I catch them in the coaching session. I'll say, do you realize how many negative words you've used in the last five minutes? Mm -hmm. And if you're doing that all day long, in fact, we've got thoughts running through our heads, 80,000 thoughts a day. Normally, 80% of those are negative. And if you're particularly down, down yourself, I'm sure that goes up to my, like 90%. So we need to be very, very careful about the words and the language we use. So actually, the key to success, I believe, is self-awareness. Mm. So just being aware of the language that you're using and aware of what you're saying to yourself is the last point in that triangle. And I, if someone doesn't point out to you what you're actually telling yourself or how you're speaking to yourself and how 
you know, how your that inner process, that inner mind is speaking to itself. Because sometimes you're not even verbalizing it. You're just thinking, oh, you stupid idiot or whatever. Um, if you don't, if you're not aware of it, you can't change it. That's right. And it is mainly about self-awareness with this whole mindset journey. So if you're aware that you're not moving your body, if you're aware that you're not looking at the glass half full and you're looking at it half empty, and if you're if you're aware of the negative words that you're using or the language you're using, like when you get out of bed and you, you sigh and the first thing you do is, oh my gosh, it's Monday and I've got a stack of work. Oh, there's no milk, typical, trust me, idiot. Before you've even got to the office, no wonder your mindset is not set up for a fantastic day. So it's about practicing gratitude, looking at what you've got, get moving, walk to the bus, walk around the block. These are all very simple strategies, but if you layer them on top of each other, you've got a very uh, powerful framework to have this uh, positive mindset. You know the song, I Don't Like Mondays? Yeah. We played it here on, on the show a week or so ago. And I absolutely love it because I used to think that I didn't like Mondays especially, but I love Mondays. I said, I love Mondays now because that's the day that the least amount of swimmers swim in the ocean with me. So I have more space. Well, good for you. And I think how wonderful that you love Mondays because one of the reasons why I wanted to change careers, I was on the ferry or I was on the bus or in traffic and there's all these miserable looking people on a Monday and it's, um, you know, it doesn't need to be like that. So blast the music, um, remind yourself of why you're so wonderful and get moving and Mondays will have a whole different meaning for you. Some of the listeners here would be people that travel on the buses to the city and if you take a good look around the people travelling on the bus to the city, they don't particularly look very happy. No, and I guess if they were to change their focus and maybe look up and look out the window and just look at the seasons or um, maybe read a book, but there's so many people just flicking on their phones mm -hmm. in this sort of trance. Um, it's amazing if you get the, the ferry on the way home it's like 90% of everyone's just sitting down looking at the screen and sometimes on the ferry they go uh did you did you guys just miss the whales or the the dolphins out the window so it's back to that focus what are you looking at what are you focusing on yeah well for fortunately for me Vicky I can't look at a phone when I'm on transport because it actually makes me feel really unwell so like car sickness or bus sickness or travel sickness motion sickness so yeah I don't I don't fall into that pitfall of sitting on the, you know, looking at the phone when I'm traveling. So that's, that's one good, good thing for me. You can look out the window. Uh, another song here, Man in the Mirror. So this is a bit like taking a big hard look at yourself and realizing that you have got everything in your hands. You can create your life exactly how you want to create it. And uh, there's one more strategy that I'll add after the song that's linked to mirrors. So. Beautiful, the listeners. And you just said you had one more thing you wanted to share. Just we've talked, we've been talking about the three points on the triangle. My mind, just listening to Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror there. But um, it's a simple thing. And I want everyone who's listening to try this for a month and see the effect. So if you have a whiteboard marker or a lipstick or something that will mark on a mirror, I want you to write, I am enough. And every day for a month, I want you when you're cleaning your teeth to look up, it doesn't matter what state you're in and look at yourself and say, I am enough. And what you're doing is you're looking at the focus as in your reflection and you're conditioning your unconscious mind to believe that you're enough. And most people that I coach, they come in with a certain problem. Them, but if you dig deep enough, there's often this um, belief that you're not enough and we are all perfect with our imperfections, as we said earlier. So I'd love everyone to, to try that. Do you, 
you just said something that resonates with me that we are all perfect. Michelle Bridges, when I once did her, her, I think it's a 12 week weight loss course. Did you know we all have a perfect body? It's our perfect body and learn to love it and appreciate it because it's the one you've got and that you are the person that you have. And you, you know, it's similar to what you're saying. We are all blessed. And I think, again, looking at what we do have instead of comparing ourselves with others and realizing that we've all got amazing qualities and it's about believing that we are enough just the way we are. Yes. And stop comparing to others. Well, that is one of the um, the worst things we can do and can't help it, I guess, to sometimes compare, but you have no idea what's going on in someone else's life. They might have a bigger car, a bigger house, a bigger ring, um, a bigger mortgage, but really... Um, look at what you've got. It's it's back to that three points again. Look at what you have and look what you don't, not what you don't have. And that big smile on someone's face may be hiding a world of pain. That's right. Most of the time, um, the bigger, bigger the salary, the bigger the pain. So it's, um, yeah, take it back to the basics, the bold and the beautiful, obviously for you on a Monday, um, and not having as many people in there doesn't cost a thing, but it's, um, it brings so much pleasure. And I know I've loved joining you on the times that I have. It's um, a beautiful way to start the morning. Yeah, I, I did a radio talk for another station at once at once a few weeks ago, and it was about creating your perfect morning. The idea came from me, for, came to me, brilliant morning swim. And I just thought, this is the perfect morning. And I sort of designed a method for creating your own perfect morning. Because not everyone can go to the beach like I can. If you're in the middle of the country, you can't do that. But, you know, it might be going out into the paddock and, you know, breathing in that air, hugging trees. I I know I'm just saying lots of different things, but my perfect morning will be very different to other people's perfect morning. I I like what you're saying and actually something I did want to talk about because it's imperative for a positive mindset is to have a morning ritual um, that is something that's just for you. So if you like to, um, I practice gratitude and take my daughter to school and then I'll go for a run on the beach and I'll have my coffee. And I've been asked to go on runs with lots of people, but actually I call it my date with myself because it's all for me. It's quite indulgent and my coffee is such a treat every morning. And it's something that I cherish. And knowing that I've got that, I can then go out and take on the world because it's like I've had my ritual. So for a positive mindset, it's important to have um, a ritual that you can have and indulge in just for yourself. And it might be very, very simple. It might be hanging out the washing and having a bit of music that you enjoy. It might be um, having that coffee with a friend, or it might be going for your little walk or swim or whatever it is, but having it as a routine is, um, it's this repetitiveness about it that is really your set point. Speaking about coffee, this was a funny thing that happened this morning because I went to a a coffee shop this morning and I took my own stainless steel coffee mug. I made my coffee and he put lots of chocolate on the top of it. And he said to me, they get to know you around your your local places. I love that you've come in here after the ocean today. I love that you've come in here with wet hair. And what I'd also love is don't put the lid on that coffee cup until you've drunk the first few centimetres because it'll taste better. Oh, how lovely. Isn't that, it was just, it made me laugh. Oh, and also uh, the fact that you're being environmentally friendly. Well done for you. Well, there's a lot of environmental fr- environmentally friendly people around the Northern Beaches because they appreciate just what a beautiful place we live in. 
That's right. Well, it is paradise after all. In fact, we shouldn't be broadcasting it. Luckily, this is a local radio station. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't want everybody just to move down here just to, you know, experience what we're experiencing. No, but we, we do like to share. In fact, I've got friends at Swimming who drive from Kellyville and from the Blue Mountains a few times a week just to do the swim and from Nora Head. So Gosh. if you really want to do something that makes you feel good, you'll go, you'll move heaven and earth just to do it. That's right. There's there's no boundaries. If it's a, a high value for you, you will do what you can to make it happen. So getting over a difficult time in your life, that's one of the things we discussed that you would share today. So a lot of people, in fact, everyone I know has had something um, major happen to them, whether it's a separation or a loved one passing. We can use this to become stronger. I like to think of it as... Um, nature evolving from adversity. So if you looked at a, um, a species that's put under a lot of pressure, if you look at evolutionary times, they come out stronger and more resilient. So in my life, I've had quite a few major things and I have come out stronger and wiser. And so it's about, you know, again, using those things as lessons and looking at them with a, as a gift, I guess. I think um, everybody that's listening in here will hopefully know what I'm talking about in that you can either sink or swim and it's up to you what you're going to do about it. So I like to be able to um, use anything that's been a challenge in my life to, to be a gift. And the baby boomers, you know, we're not young and there's many of us that would have experienced many difficulties in our life that can understand what you're talking about because I know at this age many of us are losing parents. Those of us that are fort those of us who are fortunate enough to have our parents this for this many years in our lives. But again, they're difficult times that we go through. And I'm sure many of them have experienced being made redundant and even losing children. You know, what you're talking about is is really helping um yeah, everyone's gonna be faced with something in their lives and it's about in, enjoying the learnings afterwards. And obviously, as you're going through it, it's painful. But having those people around you that can um, offer advice and support. So, um, yeah, if you're made redundant, sometimes it can be the best um, gift because it's a push in the right direction. And then something even better will come your way. I really am much of a believer these days of things happen for a reason. And I know some people go, well, how can you say that? But, you no, know, something good always comes out of something that's not so great exactly no i couldn't agree more karen uh there's another song that you've chosen today is i'm just looking through my notes superstar Vicky, is there anything else you quickly want to share on this because i've got some other more personal questions i'd like to ask you I think we've covered off quite a lot on mindset, which um very simple. That's the key. You've got to keep things simple. And um, I think you know, if you've got a great morning ritual that you love and you're happy to do it every single morning, if you practice gratitude, if you move your body, and if you focus on the positives and talk kindly to yourself, look in the mirror at um, the I am enough every day, I think you won't have any trouble having a really positive... I asked you a few questions and... There's a quote that you wrote, have sent me. You didn't write this quote, but it's one that you sent me that you like. Life is just a series of moments. If you miss the moment, you miss your life. And I live by that in that it really isn't about waiting for life to start. It is about 
knowing that every single day, some of the best moments of your life, and it's really about paying attention, being present. There's a lot about um, people who suffer with depression, they're living in the past or suffering with anxiety, worrying about the future. So staying present is the best way to have a positive mindset. And I absolutely love that quote um, about the moments, because if you miss the moments, you miss your life. Absolutely. Yeah. Those moments that you're looking at that screen for so many hours a day, they're all missed moments. Look, when I look at all the things that you've studied, coaching, metadynamics, TM, deep state repatterning, so many things here that you've learned about and that you can teach people to apply in their lives. Well, it's all actually began age 35. So before then I had um, my degree in biology and I'd worked in the same job and I was actually not really um, challenging myself. So if you find your passion, that's when you want to keep learning. So every single day I'm educating myself and all those courses are just because I'm deeply passionate about helping people become the best version of themselves. So the more tools I have, the more people I can help. And I bet there are so many hours that you've put into this. It must take a lot of time. And I'm going to add on that, that it probably seems like a blink of an eye because you've loved doing it. Well, that's right. My my business, um, I help people find their passion and align it with their talent because if you're doing something you really love, time just flies. In fact, you're not, you don't have any awareness about time. So study for me at the moment is an absolute pleasure. Vicky, just a couple more questions today. Um, what's the best advice you've been given? Definitely when I was probably about seven or eight by a very dear family friend of ours which she she was an entrepreneur should try anything Miranda she actually passed away last year very suddenly but she would always say just say yes and then work out how and I've definitely been doing that in my life put my hand up to a lot of things and even if you don't know how you'll go and find out and embracing that courage to go and do something that you're not comfortable with it's definitely worked for me There's a lot of women out there who feel that they have to know it all before they say yes, even to applying to a job. They read all the job descriptions and, you know, what what is the criteria for a new position that's available? And then they go, oh, um, well, I can do three of those well, but there's another four I'd have to learn. And you would know this. The men go, oh, yeah, I can figure this out. And they just go for it. And the women put themselves off thinking they've always got to know how to do it all. I think men might overestimate their capabilities and women underestimate their capabilities. I've definitely um, realised that uh, in my coaching and coming across different kinds of people out there. Something you really like about yourself and you'd like to share today? I think it's my courage and my determination and my ability to put my hand up and say, yes, I'll give it a go. And I know a lot of people who haven't been in my situation um, of being a single mum and starting her own business. They they wonder how I do it, but I think it's about sheer um, passion and drive and knowing that there's no plan B. So I I do like my strength. Say that about myself. <laughs> That's a good thing to like, and I'm sure you've come to like that strength and be more aware of it over the last couple of years. Definitely. What would you like to be remembered for? My ability to inspire people to become the best they can be. I get a few emails every week from people who've changed their course of life completely um, having been in the room with me and I love that it's a ripple effect and it's going to go on forever so I love the fact that I can have the um, privilege of um, 
being able to meet so many people and and inspire them to have a better life. I think that you're, you know, you're absolutely right and that would be a wonderful thing to be remembered for. If anyone has any questions for you, how can they contact you? Through my website, which is vickyjones.com.au and that's V-I-C-K-Y and jones.com.au. I'd like to say thank you so much for coming, sharing very valuable ideas today. And I know that I'm going to take even more away. And I'm very fortunate. I'm One of the things I'm grateful for is that 18 months ago, I met you at a two-hour morning workshop, a very informal workshop. You know, together, we've been working and doing things together. You've been inspiring me and helping me to carve away um, a future for after I retire. And I, I really thank you for that. My pleasure, Karen. I've absolutely loved seeing you on this journey of you're someone who says yes and works out how, even with um, having your own radio station now, I think it's amazing what you're achieving and you're touching so many people's lives out there. So um, I think it's mutual respect going on here. <laughs> do you remember the day I came to you and I said, what do you think of that? And you said, yeah, I think it'd be a great idea to have a radio program. And that night I was minding my niece and I my great niece, who's only was only eighteen months old, and I sort of googled and went, oh, "There's a program starting to learn on Friday or Saturday. I'll just sign up." And so it all happened in a matter of about four hours. It's fantastic, and now look at you. Yeah, it takes blood, sweat, and tears, but you know <laughs> the learning process. This is where I get to say goodbye to the listeners. I really would love it if you could go to my Aging Fearlessly Facebook page and like the page. And if you happen to know someone on the Northern Beaches who has a wonderful story about aging fearlessly, please contact me through my Facebook page or my own personal Facebook page, Karen Sander. Just send me a private message. I, I really do value um, stories that can be told and I'm sure that all the listeners here will gain some value from from those stories. So I'm going to close now and look forward to seeing you or listening, you having you listen to me or to this program on Fridays at one o'clock and enjoy your week. So this is it for today's program. It's time to say cheerio to the wonderful Northern Beaches community. Join me next week for another episode of Aging Fearlessly. And now for a song written by Nick Howard, especially for the listeners. This is Karen Sander. Have a fantastic week. And remember, ageing is inevitable and growing old is a choice.